This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 105.3 FM HD2. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show here on WWL Radio 105.2 FM. Nope, 105.3. 105.3, excuse me. And uh, it's time for the second course of our show, and it's in, the way we do this is we ask you to tell us anything that you've eaten and that you thought was really good, or if you went out where to out somewhere to uh, to dine out and you didn't like it, uh, you can report to us on that, or you can just call us up and we'll shoot the breeze bo- uh, forward and back and find out some new places to go that we haven't been to before. And uh, maybe some that we uh, have uh, tried somewhere, but we haven't uh, the been there The pork rinds lately. and the chicken salad that are, are really still good. here, too. The so. pork rinds are really good with the chicken salad. Yeah, I would imagine. Hey, Doug, uh, is Pete on mm-hmm. the phone? Pete. Uh, no one is on the phone. Okay. Pete Cousy <clears throat> yes. is going to be with us. I'm going to have to text uh, him and tell us, tell, remind him chef. to call us. He's a chef uh, around Mandeville. Area. He's been around has, a lot of places. Has been around. You, you know, uh, the, the first thing I ever remember him doing was a bar. Remember that? No, it was actually a coffee. It was bar. a coffee place. Coffee bar, right off of uh, the slashing waves of, of of water coming in from the various storms that we get around here. But uh, no big deal. It's uh, we'd love to talk with you about that. And also, uh, I I want to talk about bacon. I'm oh, a bacon lover. Bacon. Are you a bacon lover? Today's National Bacon Lovers Day. Yeah, we never uh, did talk about how much we love bacon other than in pork rinds. Okay. It's the, the one thing we do know about bacon, though, is that some of it is better than other parts. Abs- no, the, some bacon is better than other bacon. Some bacons are better than Are you a than thick bacon others. person or a thin bacon person? Uh, usually thick, but I don't like it too thick, and the same is true of the thin product. I like thick pepper thick, bacon. Thick pepper bacon. Stiffly done. Stiffly done. Wait, now, wait a minute. What does that mean? That means if it's thick and thick. it's, it, uh, to me, a slice of bacon should stand straight. <clears throat> yes. He should, it should stand straight. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be limp and the fat should be pretty much cooked through. Pete is on the phone. Hey, how you know that? Because hey, she, he's here. Welcome. Hey, Peter. hey, guys. What's up? How you doing? Doing great. Uh, it was good to see you about three weeks ago when we were in for the for the dough. I mean, for the uh, uh, for the cookout. Buffet. You know, the buffet. <laughs> uh, it looks like you have uh, control of that pretty much down. Pete, you yeah, made us I mean, a delicious bouillabaisse that day. It was absolutely fabulous. Oh, or was it was Chipino? I can't tell the difference. Well, it's close, you know. I mean, I make it Chapeo style, but I call it a bully base, but it's pretty close. And I mean, Italian, French. I mean, do you do you have Andrea. that on the menu Andrea, every night Andrea. at Lake House? Yeah, that's on the menu every night. It's I delicious. add some uh, saffron rice to it and some, you know, croutons. A little bit of lobster. Right, so it's a little bit different. 
So where did I mean Tom's probably run into you before b- before again I did and again and again. before How I did many years? but many I think times. that I got familiar with you at Juniper but your career period and in town goes on a lot longer than that so why don't you take us through the trajectory of your career in well in general but also in New Orleans. Oh, it's also interesting. You know, I I, I started out. I was born and raised in Cape May, New Jersey, and then I went yeah. to um, Johnson and Wales University. Oh, uh, so you've done the you've done the major league uh, spread for this? Yeah. Yeah. It's a real step in other words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I also worked. At, uh, you know, I went to Johnson and Wales because my my dad. You know, he came up. He he's my stepfather was from Puerto Rico. And my mother was a career waitress, and they owned the restaurant for years and years up in New Jersey. And it was always, it was always like you know, uh, a town where, you know, you had ten weeks to make your money in the summertime. It was a resort town, you know. So Played you'd go other places around. in the, yeah, you go other places in the wintertime. So I would go, I would, I would go to Disney World, you know, after I graduated from John Swales, work at Disney World, and then I started coming down here. Louisiana, worked at Chris's place for a little while, worked at Andrea's. Uh, then I finally got it. I was supposed to come down. Jamie Shannon, when he used to be a chef at, a, at a, um, Commander's Palace. And oh, he sure. Was, uh, he was famous. Yeah, he was a chef. Yeah, he was up at, uh, he was a Trump. And, um, he was a Trump. I worked he at was, Trump. He, yeah. You worked there with sure him, he was too, a Trump didn't Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Trump Plaza. Like I said, he worked for Donald Trump, so he's my old boss, so that's kind of weird, but mm-hmm. Uh, I came down here and I started, uh, started working at B Shacks. That's how I met y'all, you know, because I, I didn't want to work. I just came from like multi-million dollar businesses to where, you know, it was multi-food. You know, uh, you can imagine Disney World working there and Magic Kingdom and stuff like that. And you can imagine working at Commander's Palace with all the, you know. <laughs> I would imagine working at Disney World would be stultifyingly boring for someone coming from Johnson & Wales. Ah. Yeah, I'm well, sure of it, that too. It's soup to nuts. It, it's soup to nuts at Disney World. They have like five star restaurants there, four star. It just depends on what your niche is, you know, your niche. But um, it was it was a fun time, man. You know, it's a really good good start to corporate. I was a corporate chef in my younger years, and then I started working at B Shacks, and that's why I met Tom and I met you guys. You guys used to come in. I met all the old line chefs. You guys used to come in for like dinner and stuff like that. I think your kids were like babies back then, man. So were yours. Young, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, so I, then I, after after B Shacks, then where'd you go? I went to English Turn for three years. No kidding. I was a chef yeah. over there. Yeah, at English Turn. Were you I was a sous chef under Leo Hirsch. Would they, would they let you play golf? Yeah, that was a nice like a uh, trade to out me. there. No, no. But I mean, I love. Yeah, I like playing golf. But uh, it was it was interesting because you had the golf tournament every year, you know, and that was a mm-hmm. big big time deal back to the UF UF seven G, I guess, or Freeport Macmoran. You know, now they got it over at, uh, you know, down the way at West Wego. But that was fun, and I went back to B Shacks, and that's when I was working at B Shacks the second time. I, I, I got I got friendly with a person that had a coffee shop. She owned a coffee shop right down the street on the lakefront. And it was called Cafe Grotto, but I remember it was Java Grotto, so I bought it from her. So I started doing that, doing the coffee shop and still working at B Shacks. And then I met my wife at the time, uh, who owned um, the warehouse bar down the street. So we got together and then we 
finally said, let's open up our own restaurant. And we opened up Juniper. Yeah, so it was really good, good times. So Juniper but, um, started in, in the old, what is now McLean's Pizza, right? Yeah, that was the old Cypress building at the time. Tom, do you remember Cypress? I do. I, you know, Mike it, it and Gail Pear? There were like two or three of them in the whole country, and one of them was here. Yeah. If I'm yeah. remembering this, the, the story correctly. That is correct, yeah. That they're in that. Alabama yeah, we now. Were, yeah, I think they're actually in uh, – they got Bijou Bistro over in uh, uh, Sandestin down that way. Well, they and started well, – what was the name of the is, place? The place that they had that? on the lakefront that was really, really cute. That was Zazu. Zazu, Zazu, yeah. Ah. That so was like in the early 90s, wasn't it? Yeah, they had Zazu. And uh, that that's way back. That's John Bottom was the chef back then. I think uh, John Bottom, got Chef John Bottom, he was a chef doesn't back ring, then with my parents. ring a bell. Hmm. Is that yeah. building still there, or did they tear it down, or did a hurricane bring it down? I think the hurricane brought it down. They brought it down a lot of places, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was several other places, Confetti's. Um, I know Louis, Louis had it for a little while, the redhead lady, those guys. Oh, um, gosh, I Cartier's. forgot about them. The Cartiers actually owned the building. And they tried to, you know, they put Cartiers in there for a little while, but that didn't last. But, um, I don't even oh, know that. Uh, I don't even know that place. So then you moved to Juniper, out. and that's when you really kind of came into being known came as into the just... Limelight, yeah. And, and you know what, man? I appreciate Tom, and I appreciate all the old line chefs so much around here, because I, I remember being a kid, and I told you about this before, being on watching Great Chefs in New Orleans on Channel 12, and, you know, a 13-year-old kid watching that sounds kind of weird, but, I mean, it was definitely <laughs> an impression on me, you know, seeing all these chefs doing yeah. all this good food, man. And moving down here from New Jersey and 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 grabbing Didn't the style. did you ride in on a chefs. bike with Jamie Shannon? <laughs> no, but we did some we – did, we, we did do some stuff together. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, he basically – he's from uh, – he was originally from uh, Ocean City, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I still talk to the old chefs nowadays. I mean, it's amazing because, you know, being a chef and keeping with the old line traditions and, and, and the old line food, people still love that. I mean, there's a lot of new chefs around here that try to make different foods. And and, and I still like the old line stuff, man. I stick with it Me too. Like wholeheartedly. And uh, that's something I follow pretty assiduously. And I'm always getting the same message from uh, other diners. You know, they said, "Why don't they? Uh, you know, why are they serving this uh, this hog head uh, cheese topped with foie gras?" You know, <clears throat> yeah, that doesn't yeah, make any like sense that. at yeah. all. <laughs> and uh, yeah. little by little, it uh, has become uh, pretty good. So, Pete, well, you know, um, I mean, that's the issue, man. I mean, you gotta like, I guess, I guess you. Uh, the younger people that grow up, the younger chefs, you, you deal with that. And if they make good dishes, that's what mm-hmm. creates tradition. Yeah. I just, I mean, I remember you talking about, I, I was talking, I forget the chef. He had a show on WWL on Sunday mornings. I thought everybody loved. And I was doing uh, some radio shows with him. And he talked about the old line chefs that the recipes are gone because they never wrote down the recipes, like grandmoms and the old that's line chefs that never wrote yeah. down the recipes. And they disappeared. Yeah. They're, they're You're gone. talking about Chef you know. Buster? Yeah, Buster, yeah, Ambrosia. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. <clears throat> really cool chef, by the way. <laughs> really cool chef. Did, wasn't he the first chef of uh, Mr. B's? Was it? I think uh, he was. Buster? Man, I, yeah. I remember Gerard being there. Yeah, Chef Gerard. I think That's, Buster opened it though. I think I think he did. He may have. He may have. I've, I've yeah. done some stuff. And you know, the other thing I'm proud of too is like I have a busboy when I had uh, Juniper. He's a chef over at the W now, like in, mm-hmm. in, the, in the main room. And he was a mm-hmm. busboy. And he worked at Commander's Palace and worked his way up. And I have a, the chef you, I was talking about, Bijou, with the pears. He mm-hmm. was my he, he was a kid that was a busboy, too, and now he's the executive chef there. So the, if, you, if you stick with your guns and stick with the good food, it makes a pressure on these younger chefs as well. They, they will never forget that, you know. No, and they never will, and, uh, and, and they stick with it. Uh, well, it traditions it, are traditions for a reason. Yeah, that's you know? exactly. I mean, that, that's why they stay around. Well, All right, so, it sounds like you're, you've got your program going pretty well. And, All right, so how crazy uh, is your life now that you're working for Cayman? Oh, it is crazy. I, mean, <laughs> I went from I did uh, I did restaurant I did food catering for like six years, and that's eighteen hours a day, doing yeah. ma- major movies. Major. Uh, we just got back from the we did the NFL draft this year, which was huge. We did. You did the Rolling Stones did too, didn't you? We did the Rolling Stones. Yeah, flooded. I got to get you on my Facebook to see some of those pictures, but it flooded. Uh, we went through that hurricane, uh, and but the cool thing about it is, came and let me go back to the restaurant because if you think about this, man, the Lake House has been there for years. It was B Shacks, and I brought we brought the business back, you know, and that's all I want. I want the, the Lake House has been there food. for centuries, hasn't it? it it's mm-hmm. been it's over a hundred years old, isn't it? Yeah, eighteen you know, sixty. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. Uh, uh, having dinner one night with uh, Mr. Bichak, Mr. Bichak. Uh, I'm trying to remember yeah. his his name. Dennis. Uh, yeah, is Bichak. it Dennis? 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 Yeah, Dennis Bichak. Yeah, there's two of them. There's, there's Dennis Jr. Yeah. and Dennis Sr. Okay. Uh, anyway, we yeah. got to talking about just old-time stuff going back a long way. Because, you know, the uh, the North Shore, and especially around where Bichak's was, this goes back to the 1800s. Yeah. Yeah, long yeah, history. Uh, so uh, it was always fun talking to him. But one day he he was talking about how things went uh, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. He says, guess what my phone number was when my father first got his first telephone? I said, I give up. What? He said, oh, it was four. <laughs> four. Yeah. I think That's his I phone number. Four. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Mandeville was a sleepy little zero, place. Zero, one. <laughs> yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. So, what are you doing now that La Provence is part of the portfolio? Well, we actually acquired that about a month ago, and we acquired that in the in. I talked to Cayman about it. We acquired that in the, in the hopes and and the dreams and the focus of making that a, a great restaurant again with. With the part of putting hotel like rooms in there, like a bed and breakfast uh-huh. style. Oh no, place. kidding! Well, that's going to be a, an yeah. ambitious project. But uh, have you all broken ground on that yet? I mean, have you started the yes. renovation? <clears throat> yeah, you? we started okay. it. We're, we're trying to get the kitchen open as soon as possible. We're working on the pates you used to make. We're working on the soups. Uh, you know, just in the style of you know, I, I respect the, I respect the chef forever. You know, and I would never put anything like. Not, You're talking not Chris now? His standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris, yeah. yeah Chris mm-hmm. They, yeah, and, they uh, had come up with one of the best oyster uh, dishes I have ever eaten in my life, and I love oysters like nothing else. And 
the name of the uh, the dish was oysters ooh la la. Oysters ooh la la. I gotta check that out. And that was that was one of Chris's. <laughs> I think it had crab that, fat in it. That was John Besh. That was John yeah, Besh. John Besh was there, but John Besh came from yes. our friend Chris. Yeah, but I think it. I think that was in the in the John Besh tenure. Well, yeah, but um, but <clears> one <throat> wouldn't have been what it was without the other. So you are planning to, I hear, try to get open for private events toward the end of this year, like for the Christmas season, right? Yeah, we're trying to do that. We're trying to like we're gonna build. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get it open up as soon as possible. But there's a lot of things you have to go through with all the restaurants, you know, with equipment sure. and uh, you know, uh, sanitation and all that. What stuff. What was the building sure. like? Is the building in need of tremendous renovation, or was it kind uh, of okay? It, it does need some renovation. It does. It needs TLC, mm-hmm. but it's still a solid building, mm-hmm. and that's what it's we're trying to do. Our shape. focus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's our fake. Our focus is the. It, it keeps it, it keep up the tradition of La Provence, you know, or yeah, what yeah, it was, sure. you know. I mean, yeah. well, we, we don't want nobody going please. in there to like, yeah. Yeah, yeah you want to stay I true. So. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, can you hang on for a little bit, Pete? Yeah, I can. Okay. two six zero six three six eight. if you would like to talk to either us or our guest, Pete Kusiv. Um, we will be back. It's uh, 105.3 FM, WWL HD2. Hello there. Welcome back. It's the Food Show on 105.3 FM, HD2, and a fun bunch of other other places that you can maybe find us uh, some online. Online, yeah. My tuner at radio.com. Okay, radio. so Pete, we'll get you there. you're getting Yo. geared up with with La Provence. What's it going to be? What are your uh, food operations at La Provence going to be? I think mostly it's going to be a catering facility with a. Uh, 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 boutique style restaurant. Hmm. Oh, you are going to looking for. Are you planning to do actual table service there? Oh, yes. sure. Oh, I that, thought it was only going to be are. like a, a buffet brunch, like the one at Lake House uh, on the weekends. Oh no, that'd be totally wrong. No, I think we're going to do they, we're going to do a little bit of restaurant style work there. Uh, my concentration, to be honest with you, is on the Lake House and making that what it is. But I also have concentration on that as well. We're going to hire, uh, I think we're looking for a uh, couple French chefs to go in there. But, you know, with our with our influence 100% to make sure it, it, it keeps the tradition it used to have, you know. So that's what we're looking for. Yeah. Well, we'll get there. It's happened before. It'll happen again, I hope. Yeah. So, it's a lot um, of work. You're, oh, that I you know we know that going in, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's all a lot of work. And if you work for Cayman, you're working a lot anyway, because Cayman's just got a million million little fingers and pies. <laughs> is he st- is he still planning to do his barbecue thing? Yeah, he's still planning for that. That's on the backboard now because La Palos is taking the forefront right, yeah. of it. Yeah, and I guess Nashville well. too, huh? <clears throat> well, I know he was thinking about I mean, Nashville too. Yeah, well, our our our, our company's blown up so much. It's like it, it's almost uh, it's not overwhelming, but it, it is a, it is a hard trick to get enough talented chefs to execute the food properly. You know, in all these different yeah. aspects of the business. You know, because we're doing a movie. We're doing two movies right now. Uh, we're going to California to this big festival in California in a couple weeks. Uh, we have another one. I mean, we do all the Live Nation shows in the Superdome and. All those little venues in New Orleans, so it's just a trick. It's, it's like a, a balancing. It's Cayman. It's Cayman. It's He's Cayman. a little magician. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, the Lake House is open for dinner when? We're open 
Thursday, Friday, and Saturday for a la carte, lunch and dinner. And then Are we're you open, open lunch? Are you open lunch those days? Yeah, no, just, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I didn't realize that. I thought it was just dinner Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Okay. No, we do lunch. We do a good lunch on Fridays. We and it's love to see. You know, I love when I love when I see my old customers from Junior back back there, and mm-hmm. you know, just the the, the, the camaraderie of the uh, of the community of Mandeville. It's really cool to see these guys back and and loving the food. And that's all. I, that's all I really want. You know. I mean, I still have the fire. I've been I've been cooking for a long time, but I I see these chefs like. Like uh, Sal, like this Sal, Sal and Judy's. He's still. I, I saw him the other day. He's picking beans. You know, yeah. he's still working. He's still getting. His yeah, job well, he's he is a one of a kind uh, kind of a guy. <laughs> he has he does everything himself. He always has, and as a result, his product is fantastic, and they're always packed. Well, it's your life's work. You know, I mean, you never get tired of doing your life's work. I'm excited to know that you're open for lunch on Thursday and Friday because I did not know that. So, um, yeah. and of course, you have. Uh, you you have the the buffet on the on uh, Sunday, which is yeah. great. Yeah, I mean I know people don't like about it. it's a great buffet. I mean, oh I mean, yeah, we do a lot of different stuff, and uh, it, it's people love it. Seem seem to love it, and we keep it up really good. So, but you know, it's always it's always a trick to get it better and make sure you keep your people coming. I was always taught by my dad that you're only good as your last meal. So. Be consistent, you know. That's uh, absolutely. Pete, true. how often do you have corned beef on the carving station? Because I love corned beef, and yours is I, fantastic. I love making corned beef. That's that's a Yankee thing right there. But I mean, yeah. I can make that anytime y'all want. But uh, do you uh, that, do you that, uh, cure it yourself? Or yeah, we cure. It? We we actually make our own corned beef. We make our own uh, boudin. We make our own pates now. We're making our own tasso. Oh. Because we got these huge smokers, like these uh, big, giant Southern Pride smokers that we could take our time and slow roast everything. So we're we're, we're working on that kind of stuff too. Because if you open up that bar, you get barbecue place, you're going to have to be top notch, you know, in this area. To, yeah. To be yeah well, I'm excited about the barbecue place because now that smoke is gone, you've that sort of left a little void. And I I knew that came in was thinking about it, but I didn't know how serious it was. So um, you are actually the person who turned me onto corned beef hash, Pete. And I will, oh, really? I will be eternally grateful to you for that. Yes. Yeah, I, she's half Irish. I love, lo- half no, <laughs> I love corned beef hash, and I love your corned beef. So, do you serve that like how often at the lake house? Uh, we rotate that in every probably month or so. Every every, every month, three okay. weeks. Yeah, so I should probably call and see if you're doing. Hey, you have my you have my uh, number. Just if you can remember oh, when you're doing God, corned beef, text no, me and say I've got no. corned beef this weekend. I'd love to come over. Well, yeah, that's okay. the big thing. Like when we had the coffee shop, I would open up the co- I would do this at the restaurant, the coffee shop. I would open up uh, Thanksgiving dinner, and it was like thirty bucks, and I invited the whole staff and anybody else who wanted to eat. So we, we started doing like from 100 people to 200 people, and I did the same thing on on Christmas Day. I'd, I'd make corned beef hash and eggs for the for whoever wanted to come in. They got Delish. free coffee, just little traditional stuff, you know. And people love that, you know. Yeah, they do. And it keeps they them do. coming back, and yeah. <clears throat> I love that buffet. It's like going to a wedding. You've got a big white tent out there, and it's just it's fabulous, especially on a beautiful day that's not too hot. It's just. It cannot oh, be, and the price is extraordinary. It's what still thirty three dollars, right? Yeah, yeah, it's still good. It's still good prices, and, and you get good people that work there, and good people that come there, and that's what it's all about, man. Making sure people are happy. Oh, this is you know, this is, 
with the product. This is yeah. good to uh, to hear because there's been so much uh, complaining about getting good people to keep everything rolling. Uh, but I think we're getting somewhere, and uh, all of these pieces of news you hear about um, restaurants having a real problem keeping their uh, tables going because they can't get the employees either. I don't see this that much here and there, of course. But uh, I, I, I think that, that the restaurant industry right now is at a nice place. I, I agree I with so. you 100%. All right, so what? when can we start looking for something from La Provence? Uh, hopefully early November. Hopefully wow. early November. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Right. That's tomorrow. We're super, super excited about that. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we're going to work <laughs> on it, man. I mean, I've been up in the kitchen. I've been checking it out. but I think Cayman doesn't want me getting stole away over there. I think he wants yeah. me stay over at the, the, the main restaurant. So we'll see what happens there. But mm-hmm. but uh, no matter what happens there, it's going to be a good place, man. And, it's, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah okay. so I think, we'll be, I think we'll be doing good. So All right. It, I have to good. ask you one more question before you go, Pete. It is okay. National Bacon Lovers Day. What's your heard, favorite? I heard, I heard. <laughs> you don't like What's... your bacon wobbly, obviously. No, I love I love stiff, thick bacon, usually uh, pepper crusted. So, what's your favorite bacon, and what's your favorite way to serve bacon? Well, I do like my thick bacon too. I like a thick, nice cut of bacon, or even pork belly. I mean, I have pork, I want to put pork belly on the menu so bad. This the next menu, and uh, well, don't you have I it on the that... menu? I mean, I know you serve it when you have the buffet. Sometimes there's pork belly, huh? I, I do, I do, but it's a special, it's a special time to serve it. I mean, I'm just old school with that, man. Um, I do like thick cuts of bacon, and I, I like to cook too. I mean, it, some people like the wobbly bacon. You can't when you see it depends. It, it's so diverse to what we do. Like, if we're cooking for football players or stars, you have to cook things well because you, they have to act. You know, you can't get them sick. You know, so you yeah, have to. Right. There's certain times where you have to cook certain things for certain people specifically for them. So. You know, it, it's just a it's a it's a balancing act. You know, at the restaurant it's more casual, so I like cooking the thicker bacon and you know garnishing with it, and we do a lot of stuff with that. And we're we're, we're experimenting on cooking, you know, curing our own bacon. So we're gonna figure that one out. Do you, but, if you were to cook, if you to get that kind of bacon that you you have where it's stiff, whether it's thinner bacon or thicker bacon, you know, the bacon where you can pick it up and eat it like a jerky. Is that cooked? Is that cooked in a pan, or is that roasted in the oven? How do you get that kind of consistency with a bacon? There are several, several ways to do that. Several ways to do that. You can use um, you can use ovens. I use I use a blackening skillet, like old school times, you know, especially when I'm doing a la carte. So, and, and it comes out like, like that jerky style. It comes out that crisp. Well, yeah, what I do is I'll, I'll make the consistency, make it look pretty, and I'll finish it in a hot convection oven. You know, that's mm-hmm. what I do. I don't know if other chefs do that, but there's there's several ways to do it. You can feed it, I mean, with a low. There's, there's so many ways to cook. It's just to, to achieve the same, you know, consistency. I, that's it's the way endless. I do it. I do it in a blackening skill. Yeah, it's endless. I mean, yeah. it, okay, you know, they bring, so... putting gumbo recipes that are out there, and, you know, you get yeah. 
really good ones and some really not so not good so ones. Good one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Pete, um, one of my favorite ways to eat bacon is on a buffet and by the pound. Do people <laughs> do people like eat kids. as much bacon as I think they do? Because I'm, I'm not really even all that embarrassed to consume that much bacon because I think everyone else is eating that, too. Is that true? That is a true story, man, because okay. fat is flavor. Fat okay. is flavor, man, and that's the flavor you're going to get. <laughs> okay, so so there, there are people hitting that bacon buffet as hard as me. Yes. I'm afraid so, Okay, and uh, lucky them. Okay. Uh, you know, there's, this, there's one more scenario here, and it depicts our son Jude mm-hmm. uh, standing on top of the table, jumping up and down, and then filling a very large plate with bacon and eating every tiny fret. I have seen none of these stories, folks, just so you know. You've never Anyway, you've never thank seen you that? for being with us, Pete. Appreciate it very much. Hope to see you again soon uh, over at the Lake House for Buffet. Yeah, Take I appreciate care. you letting me come on and talk to y'all. And God bless y'all. Thanks. Thank you. All right, 260-6368 is the number. We are going to be back. Uh, you are listening to WWL FM 105.3 HD2. Hi there, welcome back. This is the Food Show, and we're not kidding around here. We really mean it. If you want to eat something good, uh, you can maybe find something mediocre, but you can maybe get the full bean and get all of it just the way you want it. And if you're looking for ways to get your cooking to come out a little bit better or to go to restaurants that you like potentially better than you're going to, call us. We're not trying to claim that we have all the answers to all of these things. But we have a feeling that you have a bunch of them, and we'd love to hear those and to see what we can get out of you to uh, make our tasting a little bit better. And that's what we're here for, just to be happy a little bit more. And it's called The Food Show. We've only been on for 31 and a half years, and it would be lovely to have you with us uh, a little bit longer. We've got about a, oh, 20 more minutes to go before we move on out, but we're here every day. So uh, thank you for being there. And who is on the green phone? No one. Uh, you know, I was... Wait, wait, is there someone what? on the phone? We do have somebody. <laughs> that, Doug, is there... Oh, Greg, yeah. welcome okay. to the yeah. food show. <clears throat> Hello, Greg. Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, We're how are you, doing, Greg? How about you? Good. I just wanted to put... You guys were... I think it was last Wednesday or Thursday, you were naming the best, or actually all of the steakhouses in the city. Uh, did I do that, or did somebody else No, we were probably that? just killing time. Yes, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, that's... That sounds well, like us. You guys left one out, and I thought I wanted to know your take on uh, Laboka. All right. Is who? Oh, Laboka. Yes, Laboka. we did. You, Forget you, about you know, Laboka. You, you know what that was? You didn't listen long enough because about 20 seconds after I thought of that, uh, everybody left. So, uh, But uh, you're absolutely right. That The steaks there are terrific, and they have uh, you know uh, this v- huge variety of different yeah, cuts. Yeah, they do. And also, uh, you know, a lot of this comes from uh, all over the world. In other parts of the world, they eat uh, steaks, and they do it differently from the way we do it here. And that's really interesting, too. So uh, I'm yeah. with you on that, totally 100%. Now, I was going to ask you, too, Marianne, you mentioned Chop House. Do you, uh, what's your opinion on that place? I've been to the Chop House once in New Orleans, and a couple of times in other places in the country. And I would say that it's uh, okay. I mean, it's not brilliant. I would say right. that it is 
it is a great restaurant in another part of the country, but because it's in New Orleans, it becomes lesser. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's good, but not like, yeah, like you said, it's not going to be something I'm going to go out of my way for. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and but the, um, the Pittsburgh style, which is good, the, the black and blue, the oh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. The... Pe- uh, you know, I'm, I'm always trying to talk people into that, although I don't use the word Pittsburgh because nobody really knows what that means. But up in Pittsburgh, they do, and all up in the Northeast, too. Uh, you, you tell yeah. them, give me a bricks, uh, a, a, a steak Pittsburgh. done Pittsburgh style. and you. Is that what you call black and blue? Yeah, black and blue yeah. is uh-huh. another name for the same thing. And where you have a crusty yeah. outside, juicy in the middle, and you got to know that that's my favorite. Yeah, it's rare on the inside, crusty on the outside. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite steakhouse, Greg? Uh, I'm going to have to say Mr. John's. Okay. Good choice. That's a lot of people's favorite. A lot of people, yeah. 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 It's, it's an interesting-looking place, too. I like the way it looks. Yeah. Uh, Morton's used to be, but that was probably 10, 12 years ago. That was pre-Landry's, uh, pre-Landry's. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you and know, we, Kiss I, of Death. They, yeah. They made, yeah. They made two separate appearances in New Orleans over the years. They, when they originally opened, they were more or less where they are now. Uh, no, excuse yeah. me. They were in the, that shopping center that, that was later taken over by Landry. And then they yep. shut it down, and then they reopened it some years later in the place where it is now, in the in the, um, uh, canal, the, place. the canal place. And uh, we, Marianne and I have been there more than a few times, and we agree that there it, it's a nice restaurant to be in. It's, uh, it, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. The food is good, not brilliant, but good. Yeah. And uh, the prices are a little up there, but you expect that walking in the front door. So, uh, uh, I think right. we agree on this pretty much. I think it's I think it's good. It's much less good than it was before Landry's took yeah, it over. Yeah. Much less good. Anyway, uh, so a lot of good steaks to be had around town. What? Oh yeah, a lot of good steaks. The atmosphere at Dickie Brennan's is unreal. I love the way that restaurant. But again, it's not my favorite steak. But the, the, yeah. to me, the, the way it looks, yeah. I just love walking down the stairs. It's sort of yeah. like in a dungeon. You know, yeah. I think that's a really nice feel. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I would give them a 10 on and everything else less so. Yeah, I agree. Which is too bad. I hate when that happens, but that's true. Great speaking with you guys today. That's all I had. All right, take care. Thanks for calling. Nice 260-6368 is the number. It is National Bacon Lovers Day today. How much of a bacon lover are you? How much bacon do you eat? We have been scared away from eating a lot of bacon. and um, Who's scaring you? Them. Those. Oh. Those the 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 food police oh, uh, scare you away from bacon, and because of that, I never really eat bacon. But boy, if you put it in front of me on a buffet, get away! Right, you I've will see a, some shocking sights. Go ahead. I've what? got a, a, a sort of a, a challenge to you. What is it that makes a steak really good? What are the what are the criteria for this happening? You know, I think I'm just a weird person to ask because I don't really eat a lot of steaks. No. And when I have a steak in front of me, I don't really oh, eat a lot of it. You know, I'm sorry. Uh, it, uh, I My brain went in a, yeah, a left right, turn. Right. I, I was meaning about the bacon. Oh, I, bacon. I, and I, okay. I went down the wrong alley. Sorry. What is it about bacon that I love? Yeah, there, there are Tastes qualities good. of bacon 
uh-huh. that you can have this quality or not have it, and it really makes a difference. Well, for, to me, you're asking yeah. me. You're asking me. Yeah. Okay. I like bacon to be smoky. Ding. I like bacon to be crispy. Ding. I like it to be thick. If I have a preference of thick, thick no, thick or thick. thin, Ding. I would prefer thick. Mm-hmm. I like bacon, and this is just a, if you know we're fantasizing about our ideal bacon. I like pepper crusted bacon. Ding. And um, I more. like bacon to not be greasy. I like it to be. Uh, I, I actually kind of like bacon jerky. That's what I would call it. It's it's stiff. It's not greasy. It tends to be dry. It's crispy when you eat it. It breaks apart because it snaps, and it's smoky, and I love those things. Yeah. yeah. Well, that'll work for those me, Those were all too, the right man. answers? Because uh, it looked like you had a specific list of things that were right answers and wrong answers. Did I, well, not seems really. like I gave you all the right answers. But uh, once I, I was in, I forget what, it was one of the uh, chain uh, stores, grocery stores. Uh-huh. And they had a house brand of bacon. Uh-huh. And I needed some bacon for something I was doing that day. I forget what it was what it was for. I went in there and even as I was frying it, the idea crossed my mind that this bacon had first of all, it was sweet. Oh salty it, too. It was smoked. Uh-huh. And it was um uh, sweet salty? and smoking and salty. That's salty, right. yeah. And and you have to have just the right amounts of all of those things. I don't know about and sweet. I don't need to be I, sweet. I think it helps. Well, you like sweet. Not necessarily. Like it, that that wonderful thing that they do <clears throat> out in uh, out in uh, uh, the. Uh, I don't like the bastardization of bacon that goes on. Oh yeah. Yes. Like like I don't like. Praline bacon. I was about to say, you know, that was what I was working my way up, uh, up to. Praline say. bacon yeah. is gross yeah. to me. Oh, there are a lot of people that really like it. Love it, yeah. And I don't, I don't really get why bacon should be that sweet. But, um, you know, Fogo. A little bit. Fogo Duchamp has a praline it. bacon that Mary Lee loves, yeah. which surprises me because she's not really all that much into sweets as well. And certainly not a savory thing that becomes sweet. But I really don't like, the, like I said, the bastardization of bacon, where bacon is in chocolate or bacon is in a cake or bacon is pralined or any of those things. I, I mean, I feel like bacon is a meat and should be treated as such. That's just me, yeah. you know. The bastards. Yeah, exactly. And and you know where that comes from. Of course I do. Of course I do. Anyway, 260-6368, Uh, if you have strong feelings about bacon or even not some, uh, give us a call. Do you love bacon as much as I do? I never, ever eat bacon except at breakfast. And, And I don't eat it even at breakfast too much except at a buffet, and then look out, because we make up for lost time then. I would love to know how much bacon is gone through at a buffet. Oh. 
I don't even. Actually, I don't want to think about it. Okay, let's not. I know not. pigs don't want to think uh, about it. We only have about 11 minutes left here, and we have Chef Andrea to consider. Yeah, but I don't know that he's here. I don't know that he's here either. So, so we can't but consider I think him if he's not here. Because, uh, I'm sure we'll hear the music when he's there, and yeah. we'll go ahead and talk to Chef Andrea. Yes, he Anyway, I saw bacon in a in a pancake the other bacon day. Bacon in a yes, pancake? Yes, I saw bacon, That's a bad idea. bacon bits in a pancake and also in the pancake was uh, brown sugar and pecan so essentially the bacon was pralined in a pancake Hmm. now originally that idea was appalling to me and then i tasted it and i actually I, i actually thought it was really good it was like it was like abbreviating all the steps to your breakfast. Mm. It was all in one little thing. All you had to do was eat it. But I wouldn't have put any syrup. I don't eat syrup anyway. Uh, but I wouldn't have put any butter on it either, which I would eat on a pancake, because it was kind of like it was all there in one. Uh, Bastardization if I ever saw it. <laughs> Hello, you- Chef Andrea. Hi, darling. How are you? Fine, sweetheart. Glad to hear your voice. Oh, wonderful. And I'm yeah. uh, always glad to be with you and Tom, and uh, it's a pleasure, honor to be at the show. So thank you a for letting me in. Honor. An honor. An honor. honor. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now, that's something that we all ought to get forward to, you know, and, and focus pleasure, in on. Pleasure, honor, yes. Yeah. A pressure, Andrea, honor. It's an honor. You know, I, it's an honor. Yeah. We, were, we, we are going to be, be over 31, 32 years at the show. I was the first one to be with Tom, and uh, what a pleasure and honor to be with Tom all these wonderful years. And, of course, you came along, which is the wonderful best thing. That's to what Tom. I always say. <laughs> <laughs> what a pleasure and honor to be with Tom. And yeah, no, I haven't been able to get rid of him since. Isn't that true? Okay. <laughs> Marion, Tom, we have this yes! wonderful wine dinner Grab coming up Thursday, August 22nd. At 6.30, we're going to have a cocktail. We have this wonderful, uh, this time of the year, Rosé Prosecco. It's a wonderful, light, Pallerino, a little rosé in there. Uh, nice little, wonderful uh, to cocktail to start with. And uh, this is going to be the first uh, introduction for the uh, appetizer. And then we're going to have, tur- the appetizer is going to be uh, prosciutto di parma, in part from Italy. Mm-hmm. And a wonderful, the fresh um, combination melons between onido and cantaloupe. Can I can no. I stop you for just a second? Yes. Do you have, do you ever get uh, San Daniele? Uh, uh, That's what I have, Tom. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Carry on. Never mind. Yeah, I come from Parma, and it's wonderful, wonderful prosciutto. It's one of the top in the world. Uh, there are yeah. quite a few prosciutto around, you know, uh, as you know. Um, some different country does, but uh, this prosciutto, yeah, it's wonderful, yeah. really outstanding. Um, and uh, we have that, you know, Andrea, since we opened the door, uh, it's a wonderful delicacy of Italy. The second but is it uh, Mamma Mia? Is yeah, it Mamma Mia? It's okay, really Mamma Mia. Mia. Okay. Okay. The second, uh, we do a homemade fresh tortellini. Mm. Tortellini is uh, um, like a um, cappuccino, um, the uh, uh, the hut of the monk, and uh, that's called tortellini capriccio. Capriccio is a whim, 
I came up with the recipe when I came to America, and it's a wonderful, wonderful guanciale. Guanciale is pancetta, smoked pancetta, and tossed together with a little touch of dry shallots, a little touch of garlic, and then we saute with a little touch of olive oil, and then we put a little touch of the uh, piece in there, a little touch of white wine, a whipping cream, reduction done, and then we toss together al dente, tortellini, parmesan cheese, the Reggiano Parmigiano in part from Italy on top, absolutely. Mamma mia. Yeah. And that it's comes with a Pinot Grigio. <laughs> it's a wonderful Pinot Grigio Ducale. It's one of my favorite too. The entree of a choice, we have a wonderful beef brocholone, my grandmother, brocholone. Mm. Or you can have a beautiful, fresh American red snapper, crazy water a la quapazza. Or it's a bit demanding of the guest request that I do a roast lake of lamb, contadino. Contadino is a farmer. Uh, translate in English, and uh, it's a stuff with garlic, roast marina, and the Italian pasta. We roast the whole leg of lamb, and then nice and juicy, and we serve that with a wonderful, great garlic mashed potato. And mm. then for dessert, we have the lemon tart and limone. Limone and lemon tart come from Capri. This is a white tart with fresh lemon, and it's a, a very speciality, speciality of the one of my favorite restaurants in Capri, Da Paulino. Paulino, you eat underneath the lemon trees in Capri when you go there. It's one of the oh, best yeah. in the world. It is absolutely this wonderful torta al limone, mamma mia. And that comes with the Moscato d'Asti Rufino. These wines have come from Republic. Republic they come from all over the north part of Italy. The meal is $50 plus tax and gratuity. This Thursday, please, we'd love to have you. Uh, if you can, in, your, in the area, Marianne, Tom, you enjoy being Join us uh, this wonderful occasion on uh, this Thursday, the twenty second. Twenty second. Okay. Yeah, twenty second. We'll love to have. All, All right. right. Well, uh, and it sounds good, and uh, we'll. Uh, who knows? It could happen. Yes. Yeah. Give it the phone number. Course, we have a culinary going. Culinary going steal yeah. the three course meal for thirty five dollars. So we'd love to have you. So come and join us. Well, you've yep. picked the perfect That's time it. to come here because we have now run out of every kind of time we had. <laughs> uh, but we're going to give up for right now and go right back to doing it with another edition of the Food Show, darn near every day. So we'd love to hear Tell from you. Tell me, we have a break. Thank you. Thank you, Andrea. No, we Gregory. have a break. We need a oh, break. We have, oh, wait, okay. is Gregory on? Pardon. Wait, do we have a break, Doug, or Gregory? Oh, Gregory, okay. Gregory, welcome. Hi, Gregory. Hello, Marianne. Hello, Hello Tom. Hey. Hello. 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 Hello, I'm Hello. here. Hello, can you hear me? Can you yeah, hear me? Yeah, I can. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, listen, I didn't realize how late it was. Listen, uh, I, I love that, Andrea. Mamma mia. Listen, a really good <laughs> culinary. Hold yes. on. Yeah. My, <laughs> just real quick, I went to a culinary lunch today. I mean, this yeah. place is like a gem because um, yeah. it's not a private club. It's, it's a public place. It's the City Park Golf Club called uh -huh. Fillmore. It's at Bayou oh, yeah. Oaks, right there at, at Marconi, you know, and uh, oh. um, uh, Fillmore. Listen, I didn't know that. You, would, you wouldn't believe the lunch specials they have there. Anyway, for Ooh. $20, $20, that's their lunch, and you get 25-cent martinis, too. They have a choice of, uh, they had a redfish almondine, they had an 11-inch ribeye, which was delicious, that's what I got, and then they had a, uh, a chicken, like a roasted chicken dish. Comes with a wedge salad or a gumbo. And then your choice is like three desserts, $20 at Bayou Oaks, the Fillmore, and Bayou Oaks, the City Park. Tom, it was delicious. I was blown away. And what a beautiful day. It was supposed to be all stormy, 
I was watching oh, all yeah. the golfers, and it, it really was a beautiful day today. Huge windows right on the, you know, you could see the, you could see the uh, lagoons on on one end, and see the golfers on the other, and uh, and terrific service, too, by the way. So that so, I, I mean, uh, um, Gregory, is this the place that used to be the city the city park golf club? That's it, the huh. municipal golf course, right? Huh. Now it's called okay. Fillmore at Bayou Oaks. Okay. And you wouldn't believe how beautiful City Park it is. It is beautiful. It is. It just, really is. I mean, everybody, just take an hour or two to get out of your busy day and just spend any any spot at City Park. You don't have to go to the golf club and have a meal. Just go to City Park. It's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's a, Get a snowball. That's fantastic. That's what I did last time and I was there. And they have those, too. <laughs> they do, indeed, and they take credit cards. <laughs> I imagine that. Well, listen, yeah. I just wanted to get my big mouth onto the Onto y'all show today. All right. Oh well, you're I'll, always welcome. All right. Thank I'll you, Gregory. Bye. All right. Bye. Thank you. Well, that was okay. a great way to well, end the show, so, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Um. I'm. I'm. Uh. I'm puzzled, but I'm going to look into puzzled? that. Yeah. I've been hearing about that Fillmore place, but I didn't realize that's where it was. So I guess the yeah. City Park Golf Restaurant or whatever that was called, where we went to a wedding. It was a gorgeous, gorgeous wedding. I love that place. Love it, love it, love it. I'm glad to see that there's a – because the food was not great before. And no. and the surroundings were absolutely fabulous, but the food was not great. Now, you, Except you if you were at a wedding. About, yeah, yeah, I do. Way up to the north So it's end. like magazine. You're talking about magazine. Where, no, it's not there. No. Okay, well, we'll have to see. We'll have to see where it is. Here's anyway, Park. Okay. Uh, we are out of time, so everyone have a wonderful evening. Have a great meal if you are going to the Queen concert. I'm jealous. Have a great time there. Yep. Uh, my FOMO meter is 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 gyrating, <laughs> gyrating. I tell you, WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Good night. Good night. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.